Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Revolutionary Friendship. I'm your host, Joshua, along with my co-host, Justin. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing good. Um, uh, go back go back to work uh, this weekend. Um, go back to work for training this weekend, and then um, my store is going to be opening uh, the following week. So, how, how are you feeling about that? Are you nervous? Are you... Um, I did. Like, how does it, what's, what's the feeling? A, li- a little bit of everything, I think. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're only, we're, we're a cafe store, so we don't have a drive through. Um, we are only opening for mobile orders, you know, so people can place their orders through, you know, through the Starbucks app. And then they're literally just going to kind of come to the door and pick them up. Okay. Um, so no one, no customers are allowed in the store. Um, there's only going to be five of us working, um, so I'm not going to be around that many people. Uh, we have to wear like face masks or face coverings, or you know something. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see everybody because I haven't I haven't seen every anyone since I got back from Japan. So right. I mean, I'm excited to see the people that you know I normally work with. Um, but yeah, there there is a there is a bit of you know hesitant to it. Right. Um, you know, obviously, you know, they took Starbucks basically told us, you know, um, we're not going to pay you to sit at home anymore. So right. I get it, you know, cause you're, you're, you know, you're a big company, you know, so I, I, I understand that. I mean, they've been paying hundreds of, you know, I'm sure thousands of people to sit at home at least across the country. Right. Um, so I know that I know that's not cheap. Um, so they're kind of like it's it's in a way I don't want to look at it as like oh they're forcing us back to work, but they're kind of giving us the option where you know like you you can either come back to work, or you know you can take a another thirty thirty day leave, but we're right. not gonna we're not gonna pay you. Right. So you know you're kind of it's it's like they're leaving the they're leaving the decision up to us ultimately, but I mean. I need to get paid, so I kind of need to go back to work. Well, yeah, and I heard that the places that are going to start opening up, if you refuse to go back to work, you're not going to be able to uh, collect unemployment anymore. Oh, okay, so that's and, like and the... a lot of the states. So, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it sucks if you don't feel safe, but I mean, I I feel safe, but then I don't. You know what I mean? It's like, right? No coworkers better come up to me and try and hug me because not not in the hugging mood, right? You know. I'm still going to try and, you know, do my best to, you know, because I come, you know, I'm going to come home to, you know, my house and, you know, I'm not trying to spread, you know, germs more right. around to my house and stuff like that. So, right. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, things are good. Um, we finally have some nice sum- summer weather. We had a, a couple of days last week that were uh, like high 90s. So it's finally good to have some you know, summer weather and, you know, you have the nice cool nights and, right. you know, so it's, it's good, but, you know, can't really go out and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I mean, so not like those other people at the beach. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I literally just saw, just saw today that they, um, they're closing, they're officially closing all the beaches. The public beaches, right? They can't close the pirate beaches that go into public ones yeah not 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 obviously not like the private owned ones and stuff but they're right. they're closing like the like the state park um 
like the one that we normally do our our beach trip to that's a right. it's a state park beach so right. they're closing that and then they're closing i think all yeah all the public beaches and stuff so okay hopefully people get the point yeah you know? but i don't i don't think that's going to work still but um cool so i have a i have a question for you um, okay with a lot of soccer leagues around europe um, officially canceling their seasons. Um, and basically, whoever was in first place at the time, uh, they're not, basically, they're not awarding anybody a trophy. Right. Um, do you have fear that that's going to happen to the Premier League? And do you have fear that Liverpool is not going to receive a trophy? Yes and no. Okay. So yes, because I think it's it's happening in other leagues. So I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. But the only the only thing I'm hoping, holding out hope that because we have such a giant lead, and I think we only needed like two or three wins to lock it up out of like whatever twenty games was left. Uh-huh. Like we're we're so far ahead. I'm hoping maybe the other teams will all agree that we should be crowned if we don't continue. That that's the only thing that I'm holding out hope for, because we we have the biggest lead in any other division around the world. Right, right. I understand. I understand the the lead was so big. Um, but right. Are, so I'm but ho- are holding you, out but hope. Are that... you, but are you as a fan? Are you fine with winning the trophy? With like these circumstances. Yes. Okay. Because every team played the same amount of games. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I believe we've played everybody at least once. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're far enough ahead. Like I said, we're so far ahead that nobody was going to catch us. True. So, that, that's why I'm okay with it. Okay. And I would be okay with it if, if, it, was, if, it was, if we were in second and, and Man City was in first. Right. I, I'd feel the same way. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I said, and, and only because we were so far ahead. Right. Like I know the other some of these other ones were you know six points that that that's only two games we were whatever twenty up you know yeah you guys are yeah and then I understand like people are gonna say oh well you know well this could have happened well you know it didn't so right it was, the odds were are so it's so heavy that we were gonna that we were that we were gonna win the league yeah like I, I don't see any way any way we were not gonna win the league yeah. No, I, I think even if we if we had lost out, it was still a probability we were going to win the league. Yeah, because in Man City we had to win out basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just I so, I, I saw that happening. Uh, you know, a couple days ago, like this week, and I kind of. Like I said I'm I'm holding out hope. Yeah, I no one no 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 one can say we weren't the champions of the league. Like I don't think I don't think there's any argument that says we weren't the champions. Okay, so how do you do – what do you do about Champions League? They'll probably just freeze it where it was. And basically, you know it was like, oh, like it almost – it skipped a year? No, I think they'll just freeze the standings where they are. And those oh, four and every, I and all the league will, right, I, right. I, I mean, that's – I don't know any way other way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's unless true. You can't, unless you cancel Champions League next year, which I can't imagine that's going to happen either. No, it's too much money. Unless they just 
they don't because they haven't finished Champions League yet this year. Right. So what they could do is put it off a year and hold the, the tournament from this year next year. Yeah. So then no one qualifies. That's still a lot of money that people are losing out on. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I just figured I'd ask. Yeah. So, all right. So um, today we have a, I think we have a pretty fun topic. Um, go ahead and uh, go ahead and explain. Yeah. So I know people are starting to get to the to end of their queues for streaming stuff. And always looking for new stuff to watch. I thought it'd be fun to just give us some, give people some of our suggestions on on some of the major streaming platforms on what they should watch or what they could watch if they are interested. Yeah, and so we're what we're basically going to go through what we said: Hulu, Netflix, HBO, and Disney Plus. No, Amazon instead of Amazon Prime instead of HBO. Oh, got it. I mean, you could do HBO. I don't have HBO. So oh, you okay. If you want to. Okay. I don't have HBO. All right, perfect. That yeah, that works out because I rarely, I rarely go on Amazon Prime anyway. I know we have it. Um, right. So that's kind of, you know, I do have one suggestion for Amazon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I just have a couple for HBO. So okay. that works out. Um, you say you want to start with Netflix? Sure. Why not? Cool. All right. Um, I'm just gonna get the easy one out of the way. Uh-huh. The Office. If you haven't watched it, just watch it. So I tried to go a little more obscure than that. <laughs> just because everybody knows to watch The Office by now. Yeah. I hope. Um, yeah, so that was, that was the thing. I, I, can, I based my list off of, I mean, it was a little more obscure, but it's, it's stuff that I have watched. Right. Because um, I didn't, I didn't want I didn't, I didn't to start recommending things that I've, you know, I have no idea so- what, what I'm watching. So the um, I would say I so this goes for one of my picks later on on Hulu. But if, if you want to start rewatching The Office, there's actually a podcast uh, called Office Ladies, which is uh, Angela Kenzie and um, Jenna Fisher who played Pam in um, I can't think of her name. Angela. Who did, who did, Angela. Sorry. Yeah. Um, are doing are doing a rewatch podcast. So they're going through every episode once a week. So they're on episode, I want to say they're on drug, te- they just did drug testing from season two. Like that, that's how far they are along. So like if you wanted to restart watching it and then listen to the podcast after every episode, that's kind of what we're doing. And we, and we like, we really like it. Yeah, that's, it's pretty fun. I've, I've listened to a couple episodes and then, um, yeah, some, some of the stuff that they talk about, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so that that's definitely a reason to rewatch it if that's what you if you want to watch rewatch. Yeah, The Office. Um. So. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, The Office is one of mine. So. Um. All right. So my so my first one uh, is Richie Rich, uh, from nineteen ninety four. If you have kids and hasn't seen it, I think it's a really good, uh, fun family movie, uh, with Macaulay Culkin playing Richie Rich. Damn, I haven't seen that in forever. Well, yeah, that's why I put on there. Yeah. We, we used to like we used to watch it as a kid, and, and I saw it was on there, and I was like, I think that's a really good family movie. Yeah, if you have kids and, and want something new to watch with them. Yeah. Um, next one I have, I just caught up. They just released uh, season four. Uh, it's a show called Kim's Convenience. Um, basically, uh-huh. basically about uh, a Korean family, a Korean Canadian family in Canada, um, and they own a convenience store, 
And it's just kind of like a very simple, easy watch. Um, I guess it's a sitcom. I don't know. Is that yeah. like that's what I mean, you call I, it, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so it's 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 pretty funny, and I don't know. Like I said, it's it's easy watching, and that's kind of always one of the things that I'm looking for. Like when watching a show like that, like it may not be like the best thing out there, but as long as if it's easy watching, I'm I'm all for it. You know, it's a nice show to kind of just put on and can just kind of unwind a little bit. So, yeah, our our, our buddy Taylor, uh, he told me I should watch it. And I started up, I'm about uh, maybe like six or seven, maybe eight episodes in. Oh, okay. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. I like it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, once you kind of know the main characters, like they don't really introduce anybody else. Like, right. It's one, of, it's one of those. It's like, there's what, like six, seven characters and then like, that's it. Right. So. That's, like I said, I'm only about eight, eight, eight episodes in, but yeah, it's a funny show. Yeah. I like that. Um, so my next one is another, is another movie. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Oh man! With Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, and Zach Galifianakis. That movie, that movie, it, that movie's tough to watch, like in a what? good way. Yes, it's <laughs> it's 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 a really it's a really great Steve Carell or yeah Steve Carell performance. Oh and man! I, I feel like it was underrated when it came out. Like it doesn't get the, I don't. It came out I think around the time of like, like after Forty Year Old Virgin things like that. Yeah. Like all around those Judd Apatow movies, but it's not an Apatow movie, so maybe that's why I didn't get the the shine that those other ones do. No, I I think what it is is I I think the majority of an American audience doesn't handle like cringe sort of things too well. Maybe, and that's why I think I mean like another one was um like I love you man, I love you right. man was very cringy, but right. it doesn't get I don't think it doesn't get the um. Uh, the attention or the I can't think of what the word is. And, and this this movie really is about Steve Carell. It's a, it's a Steve Carell movie, um, and, and it's really good. And it's got one of the guys uh, from Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. Uh, he's he plays quote unquote the bad guy uh, in the movie along with Zach Galifianakis. Um, but yeah, it's really funny. The the once they finally get to the actual dinner, might be some of the funniest ten minutes you'll ever watch. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, that's another one I haven't seen in a while, but that was, yeah, that is a good movie. It is. Um, so next on my list, I will do um, a show called Terrace House. Um, if you are okay with reading subtitles, then definitely watch this. Um, so it's basically a Japanese version of uh, Real World, MTV's Real World. Um, is it like a real reality show or is it like a fake? No, it's real. Okay. Um, but it's very different because obviously like the Japanese are a more conservative culture. Um, so obviously in, you know, say like an American reality show, like people are making out day one. Right. Right. Um, I think the, the season I watched, the first season I watched, there wasn't a kiss for like three months right and it was just like a little kiss <laughs> you know um okay. so it's kind so of is it, is, it, is it sort of like a, just a slow version of an american one yeah because of the, the culture difference yeah so it is it is slower in that sense but it's 
I think like it's um it's deeper. So it's three guys and three girls, and they go live in a separate house. They still right. they still get to you know they keep their phones. They still go to work, and they still live their normal life, but they're just living in this separate house. A lot of them have never lived with a person of the opposite sex, other right. than other than like family. Um, right. And it's basically to get them to, you know, and they start supporting each other in, you know, whatever they're trying to, you know, achieve their dreams and, you know, reach their goals and things like that. Um, so it's just a way for them to, you know, to build friendships. And some of the, the majority of them are looking for like that relationship, um, you know, and so once they feel like they've reached their time in Tara's house, they're like, OK, well, I'm going to leave. And then if they leave you know, they bring in another girl or another guy okay. or whatever it is. So it's constantly like changing and they usually do it like over the summer or, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I think it's cool. Um, yeah, that's definitely interesting. Um, it, it's definitely interesting seeing how like the, the cultures work. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I learned a lot of basically of like how our culture, like how American culture could be in a sense right. of, you know, they're very polite with each other. You know, you, you, you see really in depth, like how that is. Um, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting. Maybe I'll have to check into that because I hate, I don't really watch a lot of a reality TV, especially those trashy, you know, the, the Hills or whatever though, the um, Jersey shore and all that shit where it's kind of just all set up partying. Yeah. To cause fights and stuff. I think maybe this, this will be an interesting watch. Yeah. So it, it's, it starts off. There's, um, there's six people. Uh, and it's like a, like a watch party, the, but they're I think they're they're like Japanese like celebrities or something, um, right? And they basically they watch the episode with you, so it's like it starts off and they say hi, you know, like welcome to Tara's house. This is what happened, you know. This is what happened last week, and then okay, let's so let's check out what's happening this week, you know. And then you watch, you know, like a segment of the show, and then it goes back to them, and then they kind of like talk about it of like oh like this is interesting that so and so is doing that, you know. And it's not really, like, causing drama, but it's just getting, like, you know, you hear them, you know, just people talk about it kind of thing. Um, and, it, and it feels more like real life than, than some of the American ones. Oh, definitely. I com- I'm, I'm bought in that it's not scripted at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's not, yeah, like, how I feel, like, you know, like, oh, like, with Bachelor, like, oh, let's keep the crazy girl on the right. seasons on the show as long as possible because of ratings mm-hmm. like right you know yeah um no all right so um Interesting. yeah so there's different there's there's different seasons um of terrace house um i would say if you're gonna start with one start with uh terrace house boys and girls in the city um this has been a show in japan for a long time um, mm-hmm. but Netflix finally started, Netflix picked it up basically and started, uh, production on it. So boys and girls in the okay. city is the first one that Netflix, uh, did. Um, gotcha. and then there's Terrace house, Hawaii, where they're actually in Hawaii. Um, but they're, you know, with, it's still in Japanese, you know? Um, oh, interesting. yeah. Cause there's a, you know, okay. a lot of Japanese in Hawaii right. and vice versa. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one I'd, I'd recommend. All right, so speaking of, of reading subtitles, uh, I'll throw out uh, the first season of Narcos. Okay. Um, this, this might be one of my favorite seasons of a show ever. Um, I, it, it's basically the, the story of Pablo Escobar and, and what they did to get him. Uh, it's all in Spanish. Uh, so it's so like for me, it's one of those shows I can't 
it, it can't be like background noise. Yeah. Like it's one of those where you have to be paying attention because I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, that yeah, um, that's exactly like how Terrace House is. Like, I, yeah. So so it's, it's, it's right. That, 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 that's why I figured I throw it in here because I'm, I'm guessing it's about the same sort of yeah how you how you watch it. Uh, so it's definitely one you have to pay attention to. Um, I didn't like season two as much, and I haven't watched the Narcos Mexico uh, series yet. But the first season of the uh, original Narcos is phenomenal. So every so every season's a different. A different guy, or so I'm. I'm trying to remember. Yes, so it was a different. So that the the Narcos second season was sort of what happened after Pablo Escobar died, and like some of the other people they were trying to go after okay. and trying to take people that were trying to take over his empire. Uh, but I haven't watched the uh, the Mexico ones. So I'm not really sure okay. what they do. Yeah, there. I've I've watched I've watched I think like half of the first season. Um, right. And then just never, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, you know, from what I watched, um, yeah. but just never, never picked it up after that. So, right. um, so let's stick with shows. I don't have many movies on my list. Um, I got one more show and then I got the rest of the movies. Okay. Um, a show that I recommend, I've recommended to people since day one. Um, and now it's finally getting a little popular, I think, and not that much. Um, and that's Peaky Blinders. Um, it's basically English gangsters, uh, during like the prohibition era. Um, the main actor is, uh, the guy that plays Scarecrow in the Batman movies. Um, he's the, the, the main actor. Um, they're super short seasons. I think they're like maybe like six, seven, eight episodes a season. So they're super short. They're super short. Um, there's a few cameos of bigger actors uh, who play bad guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's really good. If you kind of like gangster movies or, you know, stuff like that, then I, I definitely recommend it. I, I think it's really good. So. That's weird. I, I've heard the name, but I've ne- I never knew what it was about. But I may get that a, that a, a shot. I, I like that kind of era yeah, and that kind of is it set in the U.S. and they're English or is it set in England? No, it's it's in England. Okay. Yeah, it's it's all in England, and um, if you can't understand some English accents, I would definitely just put on subtitles just to have them. Well, we um, we, we we tend to watch movies and TV shows with subtitles on. Yeah, so do I. Um, so. but yeah, this is definitely one because then there are you know gypsies involved and. <laughs> for get tough to understand them. Yeah, even even for me, sometimes I'm like, what is, what is he talking about? And then All I'm right. like, oh, okay, I get it. But yeah, um, if right. you're not if you're not used to English accents, uh, I'd probably w- watch with subtitles All just right. so just so you have a reference. Alrighty. Uh, so my next show is called Episodes. It, okay. It's uh, it was a Showtime show. It stars Matt LeBlanc. Now it's very inside Hollywood. It's a, basically a show about a TV show. So it, it, the, the show is, is following Matt LeBlanc and two uh, writers. So the writers basically come over. They're exporting a show from England to the U.S. So it's then coming over, having to cast people they don't want to cast, change the show. They don't want to. They want to be like the English version, but because America is different and things like that, they have to change things. And it's really it's a it, it's a comedy. Uh, and Matt LeBlanc is phenomenal, phenomenal in it. And I think it's like six seasons. It's really, really funny. And it's really easy to get through. 
right. You know, there's there's not a lot of characters. It's 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 very straightforward, but it's really good. Okay. All right. Wrote it down. I'm I'm all for it. It's it's it sounds that, like it sounds like easy watching. Yes, and the two the two leads are English uh, actors. Okay. Uh, and then Matt LeBlanc is obviously the star, but those are probably the three main characters for the whole show. Okay. So. All right. Um. So the next one, um, uh, I will say, uh, is a show called Ugly Delicious. Um, never, I've never heard of that. So this is a. Uh, it's like it's it's cooking, so okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a cooking show, but it's it is a it's a show about food, um, and then there's obviously like some cooking involved. Um, it's uh with Chef David Chang, and he basically talks about ugly like ugly food. I don't even know if I'm doing this justice or not. Okay. Um, so basically, so like one episode, it's like. It's like fried chicken, and so he right. talks. He talks about like fried chicken from all different, not even just parts of the country, but parts of the world. That basically, like every culture has a version of fried chicken, right. um, and then it's you know like tacos, and then every every kind of every sort of culture has a food where you put meat and you wrap it in a flatbread kind of thing. Right. Um, I find it really interesting because I, I love food. Um, I like learning about, you know, different cultures and food from different cultures. Um, so if that's kind of your thing, um, for me, it's easy watching and it's very relaxing for me. Um, because I, I mean, maybe because food, food for me is relaxing. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. It's kind of, um, and it's funny because David Chang, David Chang's a funny guy. Um, right. He's not your typical um, chef. He's a very successful chef, but he's n- he's not like your typical, you know, chef. He he curses. He smokes weed. He drinks. You know, right. like it's you know, it's a little different. I think he does a podcast, maybe on the Ringer. I think so. I know he's friends with Bill Simmons, so I, I I know he's on his podcast once in a while, but I I think he might have his own show on there too. Yeah, I think I think he's got a I think he's got a podcast called the David Chang Show. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he 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 does a lot. He's some people kind of find him a little to be a little like, uh, I don't know if abrasive is the word. He can he kind of he kind of can come off like as an asshole, um, but he's he's extremely smart and especially right now he's one of the chefs that is doing a lot for um restaurants and smaller independent restaurants trying to help them get reopened and you know try and figure out what the guidelines are going to be he's really pushing government to set new food standards so restaurants can open um yeah so he's 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 doing a he's doing a lot he's a real good guy so okay but yeah show show's awesome and there's there's random random guests uh you know throughout the show so right all right cool. all right so i'm gonna move back to movies um so this is a, a whole series, but I'm only going to say maybe the first one, maybe the second one, and that's Police Academy. Okay. I love the original Police Academy. I believe one through six, I believe, somewhere in that number, are all on Netflix right now. One's great. I love one. Two is okay, and then it kind of falls off after that. Um, 
but yeah, I really, I really loved Police Academy when I was younger, and it's, I like seeing it back on Netflix now. Nice. No, I've, I've never watched it. Oh, you should, you should watch Police Academy. You'll like it. Okay. At least the first one. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, I still have a couple more. So, um, another one. This is another uh, cooking, cooking one. Um, it's the Great British Baking Show. Um, it's basically a. I mean, it's a British baking show. It's like um, it's like, like chops, but but English baking. Uh, yes, kind of. But there's more. There's more contestants. So basically, um, these are all amateur bakers, um, from across England, um, and they basically come for a weekend, uh, in the tent. Um, they basically have this huge tent set up, and there's you know a bunch of ovens and and everything like that. Um, and so each episode is based on a different kind of pastry or a different kind of bake or something like that. So it's, you know, there's bread week, there's uh, cake week, there's uh, patisserie. Um, it just kind of goes along. Um, so for example, if it's bread week, they're going to tell them, okay, so for the first challenge, they already know what they're going to make. Um, so they have time to prepare. Um, and it's going to be say, you know, make, you know, uh, 12, 12 bread rolls. Uh, they could be any flavor, any of this, and so you know everyone make you know makes bread rolls. Uh, the next challenge is basically uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not the not the signature challenge. There, it's a basically it's like it's like a blind bake. So he's basically going to tell them, "Hey, Kate, look, this is what I want you to make. I want you to make you know blank. Um, here's the recipe for it, but it's a very vague recipe. So it's like." make dough um bake you know so he doesn't tell them you know like at what temperature um for how long you know so like things like that so they have to kind of use like their knowledge of their own knowledge of baking to kind of make whatever it is um and then the next one's a signature which is kind of like a bigger uh, a bigger bake that they have to do and then at the end of the episode you know one person goes home um and they kind of keep coming back every weekend until there's a winner um I really enjoy it because it's a lot of things that I used to eat as a kid um, um, and I used to eat over in England. Um, so I really enjoy that. Um, I've got Janine actually watching it. Janine loves it. Um, one of the things I like about it is when people go home, yes, they're sad that they're going home because, you know, they're not going to be in a tent anymore, but there's no, like, there's no bitterness. There's no, right. like, hate towards like people or like as right. you would see like and i feel like as you would see an american show like there's no like oh well like well why am i having to go home because this person right. did this and you know right. like you know fuck that guy and bought like there's no there's none of that and i think that's one of the reasons why i really enjoy it as well um and, it, and so are these professional like bakers no 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 No, they're they're amateur bakers they're amateur yeah they're amateur at home bakers um okay so you get every anybody um from you know guys that do construction um and the the ages are all endless um there's a younger one and the youngest one i think was like 17 and then the oldest one you know could be up in their 70s or 80s um and um yeah like different races different things so you see so you see like a bunch of different flavors and you see a bunch of different you know um 
combinations of of things and uh you see some really cool stuff so i really i really uh-huh. enjoy it all right so another movie series uh that i would suggest but only watching maybe the first or second first and second one uh, and i brought this up for our we did our our oscars and our, my favorite horror movie uh i would suggest tremors one and two okay oh yeah because they're on uh, netflix they're all on Netflix. I think again, I think there's like six or who knows how many, but I would suggest watching the first one and the second one. Yeah, those are good. Uh, the, yeah, the first one is is it has uh, Fred Ward and um, Reba McIntyre and Kevin Bacon, uh, part of the three biggest stars in it. Um, Fred Ward, I believe, is the only one that stays past the first one, uh, but the second one is, is pretty good too. Then uh, after that, it, it gets into the sort of the sci-fi feel of, of movies, the, the, the TV station sci-fi, sort of like a Sharknado feel kind of a, yeah. a thing, but the first two are really good. Yeah, Tremors was definitely Sharknado before Sharknado. Yes. Definitely. Um, uh, my next one is, um, it's called The Chef Show, um, and this will kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> You're all about food, aren't you? I do. I, I love it. I, I Yeah. <laughs> I love food. I love cooking. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. Um, this kind of goes hand in hand with my, um, my Amazon prime pick. Um, there was a movie called chef, um, starring, uh, John Favreau. I hate that movie, by the way. Do you really? I don't like it at all. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, anyways, um, the chef show on Netflix is basically the first season is John Favreau with chef Roy Choi, who uh, some people will know out here. He owns uh, the Kogi truck. He basically uh, was one of the pioneers uh, when it came to uh, like the food truck um, wave. Um, and then he also owns um, best friends in Vegas um, at the, I think it's at the MGM Grand, what is, what's the one that's next to that? The new one, Park MGM. Yeah, he. I think it's. At, I think best friend is at Park MGM. I think. Um. Anyway, so the first season is them basically making all the all the dishes and everything they make in the movie Chef. Uh, they're actually making it in you know a studio kitchen. Um. Right. So they talk about all the recipes. They give you all the the ingredients, the recipes, and everything like that. So you know it's all easy stuff that you can make at home. And then um, the next season, um, you know, they just kind of go into more. It's very easy, like home cooking stuff that you can. Obviously, you can do at home, but it's going to taste a lot better. You know, it's going to almost like restaurant quality kind of stuff. Um, right. And Roy Choi and John Favreau have a amazing chemistry together um i really like john favreau um all the way from his time when he was uh from his mma career in uh <laughs> in friends <laughs> um i mean who who would have thought that the guy who had an mma career on friends would be as big as he is now you're you're, you're not wrong i like, mean that's a pretty incredible I mean, I never, I never, yeah, I never, now. yeah, I never thought that the guy who was, you know, fighting MMA and dating Monica on Friends right. would be the one who did Iron Man. He's basically spearheading the Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Like, he, right. like the guy's 
you know, a huge, a huge component of the success of, you know, some of the, the newer Disney um Yeah. Some of the Disney films and then uh, the Marvel films. So, yeah, I mean, I think he did, he did Lion King, right? The new Lion King? He did Jungle Book. Oh, okay. I don't remember if he did Lion King or not. Maybe not. I know he did Jungle Book. Yeah, he did do Jungle Book. Anyways, getting sidetracked. Yeah, definitely Chef Show. Really fun, really fun right. watch. So, okay, so my next movie would be Evolution. Uh, it, it's on Netflix and Hulu. Um, it's got David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, Julianne Moore, and Sean William Scott, and it's just it, it's a comedy about uh, if aliens came to the to the cut to the. So what happens is it's sort of like a meteor lands and then it starts to evolve, but like through evolution, but way faster than than humans did. And so it, it but it's just a funny comedy. Is is that the one where the where the the logo of the movie, the Owen Evolution has like three eyes? Correct. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. Yes, it's very funny. Yeah, that came out a while so, ago. Huh? It's, it came out two thousand and one. Oh, okay. So way longer than yeah, but yeah, it's on it's on Netflix and Hulu. Damn, that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, very funny, very funny. Um, okay, so I I just have I just have two more uh, for Me too. for Netflix. Cool. Um, so yes, the next one is about cooking, but it is a movie. Um, <laughs> I just I just watched it and I really I really enjoyed it. Um, so. Beatles been trying to get me to watch movies that I've never seen because I kind of like to stay in my comfort zone of, you know, these are the shows I watch. I'm just going to put on The Office. But she's like, no, like, here, watch this movie or watch this, you know, things like that. So this was one of them. Um, this was Julia and Julia. Um, okay. This is Meryl Streep, right? Yeah, with 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 Meryl Streep and um, uh, was it Amy Adams? Well, they're playing Julia child julia and and her with her two yes so like, like her older and younger version um no so so julie julie is played by amy adams and then obviously meryl streep is uh julia childs um and it's basically uh amy adams character is kind of like stuck in a rut where you know like she she doesn't know what to do things like that um and she finds you know, she has Julia Child's book. She loves cooking and things like that. So basically, she's gonna st- she starts this blog and she gives herself a time span of a, a year of I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna do basically every recipe that's in this book in a year, and you know she's gonna blog it. Um, this is obviously before the times of you know I'm gonna vlog or put things on YouTube, and so she's just blogging it all. Um, so as you're following that story, you're also following back in time the story of julia child's um going to culinary school and then writing this book that amy adams character is going through so you're kind of so you're watching two separate storylines but obviously they you know they are connected in in that way um and i really liked it i thought it was i thought it was um i thought it was very good i thought it was very good okay all right so my next movie is called free fire uh, it's from 2016. It has uh, Brie Larson and Army Hammer. Uh, so basically, it's a shootout movie that takes place in a warehouse. There's usually, like 95% of the movie takes place in one warehouse, and it's a shootout movie. So what happens is there's sort of a, a gun 
sale between two gangs and something happens and they just start shooting at each other. And it's basically an hour and a half shootout in a warehouse. And I saw it in the theater. I really liked it. I think definitely think it's worth a watch. And it's called Free Fire? Free Fire. All right. I think you would like it. It's um, I thought it was a Guy Ritchie movie, but it's not because I looked it up. Um, oh, okay. But it 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 was executive produced by Martin Scorsese, so like it's oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely a good movie. Free Fire, got it. Yeah, like I said, there's not much to it. It it, it it's an hour and a half of uh, shootout in a warehouse. Perfect. But it, it, it's it's funny. It's it's really good. Hey, sometimes we don't need much, you know. Just give me. Yeah, I mean, it's very limited. Like I said, I think the first five minutes they're out of the either there. It's it's set up out of the warehouse, and then the rest of the time it's it's that. Okay, all for it. Um, the last one is um, it's a little rom com that I like. Uh, it's called Always Be My Maybe. Um, with I've heard this is good. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I'm trying to think of um, it's it's new, right? It came out last year. Yeah, I, I think year? within the last the last year, yeah. within a, within a year. Um, so it's basically Ali Wong and I can't remember the other uh, the other guy's name. Um, and they're basically their friend their friends growing up like in high school, and they end up hooking up, and then basically like the movie time travels forward to, you know, present day. Um, and they're both obviously, they're living two separate lives and they come back into contact with each other um, and, you know, go from there sort of thing. Okay. So, I, I really liked it. All right. So, my last one really isn't a movie. It's not really a TV show. It's a, it's called Oh Hello and it's uh, from Broadway. And what it is, it, it's sort of a, a comedy play with uh, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Okay. Uh, they, they, did a broad, they did a Broadway show for a while. It's called Oh Hello. And it's, it's, it's super, super funny. Yeah, those two guys are pretty funny. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good. It's, it's, it's on Netflix. Like I said, definitely watch it. I, both me and my wife love it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was on. I, I watched this movie. I, was just, I just want to put it out there. I watched this. I don't remember if it's on Netflix. It's on one of these. Um, but I finally watched I finally watched uh, Devil Wears Prada and I really liked that. Okay. <laughs> so cuz it, it it went along with it went along with watching Meryl Streep movies cuz we watched right. Julia and Julia and then she's like, "Oh, have you seen Devil Wears Prada?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Oh, we should watch that." I'm like, "Okay." So, um Alrighty. Let's do Hulu. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so my Hulu, I don't have Hulu anymore. Um, <laughs> but uh, these were shows that I did watch on a, a that I did watch on Hulu. So um, the first one is Chicago PD. Um, I am one of those people that I do enjoy um, like Law and Order. Um, and so the Chicago series, like Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD, um, it's the same. I think it's the same writers or the same producers of Law and Order. Um, right. But it's a little more, it's not so corny, if I can put <laughs> it that way. Like, 
Where, like, I feel like when you're watching Law and Order, like, halfway through, you're like, all right, I know who the bad guy is. I know who I, right. like, I already know. Um, you know, and there's, you know, you don't, you don't get, um, ice teas, one liners. Um, so that's a positive. But Chicago PD is basically a, uh, um, an intelligence unit in Chicago. Um, and, you know, every episode, shit hits the fan. Um, right. So it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not really much more to it. All right. So my first one is uh, if you're missing football, if you're a fantasy football guy and you're okay with raunchy comedy, the league is amazing. Agreed. It's, it's got Nick Kroll, Paul Shear, Jason Manzoukas, just to name a few, uh, Steve Ranazizi, but it is phenomenal. One of my favorite shows. Like I said, be, you have to be okay with with uh, with crude humor and and things like that. But it's really good. Yeah, I want to say it used to be on. It used to be on Netflix too. I don't know if it still yeah. is. It's not. It's oh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I I remember we uh, Daniel and I we we used to watch that like when it when it would air. Um, right. Oh man, it was so good. I mean, and the later seasons, it did kind of get away from fantasy football a little bit right but at least the first two seasons are very very strong with like fantasy football and that yeah if yeah so if you're missing sports that's definitely one to check out yeah yeah that's a good one um so this is one that i didn't know that i needed to rewatch until um britney started watching this from the beginning um was king of the hill i've never seen it it I I wasn't really allowed to watch it um right. when I was younger just cuz it would it would come on either before or after the Simpsons and well that's 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 where I was so we weren't allowed to watch the Simpsons either right or we, were we, we yeah so it was never one of those shows we watched yeah so it was and then I always viewed King of the Hill as since it didn't look so cartoony as the Simpsons I wasn't really wanting to watch it as a kid um but watching it now it's it's so good. It's very 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 good. Um, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. I just yeah watch that. All right. So my next one is a show, one of my favorites of all time, uh, Justified. Oh with, so, yeah, yeah. With Timothy Oliphant, they just put it on Netflix. It was on Amazon for a while. I think it's actually still on Amazon, but it's on Hulu as well, and it is a great great cop show what um is in it's in it's in present day or yes okay it's it's set in kentucky oh okay that's why he looks like that's why he looks like a trooper yes okay so he he works for the marshal service oh okay yeah in kentucky so see what so the basic premise is he works for the marshal service in miami sort of gets in some trouble and they send him back to where he grew up because there's a lot of shit going on there. So that's that's basically the premise of the show. Got it. But it's it's really good. It's really funny. It's got great, great uh, bad guys. Every season there's a new bad guy. Um, a lot of the people that did play those bad guys won Emmys for those performances. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, they're like, um, it's really good. It's really really good show. Okay. Cool. Um. The next one on mine is uh, Vikings. 
Um, I I have I have my uh, my gripes about the show. Um, right. But I'm not going to get into those because this is about getting people to watch the show. Um, <laughs> well, no, because I mean, my my I mean, some people might not agree with my gripes after you know watching the show. So I'd rather you know. Um, I really enjoy it. I really like, you know, like the whole like Viking culture and things about Vikings. Like, you know, it's pretty awesome. Right. Um, this basically follows the story of uh, Ragnar Lothbrok. Um, the show kind of basically starts and he's just a regular, um, like, I guess he's like an explorer. He goes out to, you know, to find food and to, you know, raid and pillage and do all that sort of, you know, fun Viking stuff. Um, but basically the Vikings are, they're, they're stuck in, you know, a small area, you know, they don't want to go, right. they don't want to explore more than, you know, what they know. Um, and he basically says, you know, what if we sail, let's sail West, you know, let's sail West and, you know, see what's there. Like, let's just keep going. Um, so he finally does. And then obviously it, it follows, the Vikings into um, into England, um, into America, like North, obviously way North America. Um, right. So it kind of fo- it, it follows that a little bit. Um, so you see the okay. Vikings like invade England and, you know, try to invade France and, you know, uh, so it's during obviously that time. Um, if you can, if you can do, you know, old timey kind of shows like that, um, where obviously they're not speaking, you know, regular English and they're using, you know, different terms and stuff like that, then I, I, right. I definitely recommend watching it. It's pretty cool. The, okay. And the action's, the action's really good, too. Okay. All right, so my next one is what I consider probably the... the um, probably most authentic and, like, rough cop shows I've ever seen. And it's called Southland. Okay. Uh, it's it's set in a sudden set. It's basically following a uh, some cops in Southern California. Okay. It's got uh, Benjamin McKen- uh, Mc- is it Mc- the guy from the OC, Benjamin McKenzie. This was his shirt first show after the OC. Um, but it, it it's it's very gripping. It's very graphic. It's very dark. Um. And I believe it's it's probably the most realistic like cop show out there. Do you do you think that they they did that after that movie came out, right? The one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and um I can't think of his his name. Um, that Mexican guy that's in Ant Man. Oh, uh, End of Watch. Yeah, End of Watch. Is it kind of like that? Um. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It it it, it just it, it just seems more real, realistic, right? Of a cop show than you normally see. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen commercials and stuff for that, but I'll have to. I'll let... It was only on I think for two or three. It's really good. Okay. Um. So I I just have two more for Hulu. Okay. Um. And as you guessed, uh, they're about food. Um. So um, one that I really really enjoy is it's a show called Fuck That's Delicious. Um. With um. The host of the show is based. Uh, his name's Action Bronson. Um, he's a chef, but he's also a rapper. Um, he's this big uh, Armenian uh, Jewish 
guy. Like he's from like Armenian and Jewish like descent. Um, so he's basically he's from New York. So it's basically going around to all these little tiny little spots um, in New York, and then it's basically wherever he goes on tour, um, he goes to you know food places and things like that. Um, yeah, and it's pretty. It's it's very raw, um, and it's it's pretty funny. So all right, yeah. Well, I have four left. Uh, the next one would be Burn Notice. Okay. Um. It's about a CIA CIA agent who gets burned uh, by somebody in the CIA, uh, and the basic whole series is him trying to figure out what happened while at the same time making money, doing favors for good people, trying to get them out of situations in Miami. Okay, you know I watched I watched a couple episodes of that when it first aired, and then right, and then I just I just kind of fell off. So yeah, it's, it's a really good show. Okay. Um, my last one is uh, it's called Gordon Ramsay Ultimate Home Cooking, um, and it's basically Gordon Ramsay uh, like you've never seen him before. Um, he's not swearing or cursing at the screen. Uh, he's in um, a, a home a studio home kitchen, and uh, he's basically you know making easy recipes, uh, easy easy meals um, that you can do at home. Um, he has special guests of his kids and his wife um, that help with different recipes. Um, and it's really, I really enjoy it. I like seeing that different side of, as much as I love, love, love Gordon, right. Gordon Ramsay yelling at people. Um, <laughs> it's probably one of my favorites. Um, it, it's, it's really nice to see this other side of him um, and to see, right. and to see like, you know, you can you can make restaurant style food at home like that's the, that's that's the kind of like the whole idea of you know of the show and right. he kind of shows you how easy it is to do it so all right. yeah interesting all right so you're, you're all out for hulu right? yeah so go ahead you, right. you can go ahead and wrap let it up run, let me run through uh one would be my favorite show of all time uh scrubs okay uh it's on it's on hulu um Zach Braff and Donald Faison just started a podcast called Fake Doctors, Real Friends, which is a Scrubs walk, uh, watch, watch through. Uh, there are like seven or eight episodes in, so it just started. But it, it's if if you wanna if you haven't watched it before, it's a good way to watch the episodes and then listen to them. Or if you're a fan before, go ahead and watch you know rewatch and then listen to the episodes for there too. Uh, and then I have a documentary called Three Identical Strangers. Uh, it was up for uh, the Academy Award, I think, two years ago. Uh, it's it's basically about twins that are separated at birth that don't know it, uh, and they come back and they come together. Oh, uh, and the whole it, it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's them, sort of them finding each other and coming together. Okay. And then, last but not least, we've said it before. I'll say it again: Parasite. Parasite's on Hulu now. Oh yeah, that's right. Definitely give it a watch. Yeah, I totally forgot that. That just went on Hulu. I think what last week, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's on there. We've said it before. Watch it. Yeah, definitely, definitely watch Paris. All right. So done with Hulu. Um, let's do. You want to do HBO? Let's do. You want to do HBO and Amazon at the same time? You go ahead and do your HBO. Okay. So HBO, I people. What's that? people so 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so HBO, I just have, uh, I just have, uh, four. I have, uh, Game of Thrones. Um, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It just plain and simple. Um, another one is Boardwalk Empire. Um, I think you would like this one. No, um, I tried. I tried it when it was originally on. Really? It's, it's way too slow for me. Oh, uh, I was going to say it, it is a little slow. It's really slow. It, yeah. All right. I loved it. I thought <laughs> I thought it was great. Um I I for, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to convince Brittany to watch it and she she won't watch it. Cuz was it this was like what they wanted you to watch after the Sopranos ended, right? Wasn't this I think I during the last season or Oh, maybe. Right you know, ended? and and that's that's one that I need to, I need to watch. I I need to watch Sopranos cuz I've heard a lot a lot of good things about it. Oh. I just haven't Sopranos was awesome. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll probably I'll probably end up having to start watching that. Um, the next one is uh, Chernobyl. Um, it was phenomenal. Um, it tells the story of you know what happened at Chernobyl. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't know. It's not like no, it's not a document. It's I think it's like a docu series. I think I don't know. Um, and then the last one, it's um, a documentary, and it's called Andre the Giant. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that one was really uh, kind of eye-opening, I think. Um, and I think anybody who's listening knows who Andre the Giant is. Um, I don't think that there's really many people out there that don't know who he is. Um yeah, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you never watched a match in your life. I think you knew who Andre the Giant was. Yeah, he's he's one of those. He, I think he's one of those sports icons that goes along with like Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan. You know, like people who you just know these people's names, even if you're not into those sports. Correct. Um, and it was it was it's it's actually it's it's eye opening. It was eye opening for me because. It, it was pretty sad. Um, the documentary did have its its sad moments, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's my HBO yeah. one. Same here. I think it's worth a watch. Um, oh, uh, one more that I'll throw in for HBO is one that I watched when it first aired. Um, it's uh, what's it called? Oh, it's called Eastbound and Down. <laughs> it's not that is good. But again, um, I think that goes with the if you like the league, if you like sort of that raunchy yeah. comedy, you'll like he's fine down. Yeah, because it's it's very vulgar from yes. the get go. Um, yep, and it's definitely not a show. The dialogue I don't think would be able to make it into a show today. Um, based on some and what's of the- and what's crazy is that was only what five years ago, maybe. Um, I wanted to, it, it aired around the same time as Boardwalk Empire, I think. Okay. Um, because Danny McBride is pretty young, so it's at least, I mean, it ended, yeah, it probably ended maybe five, six years ago, right? Um, but yeah, the obscenities are pretty obscene, <laughs> so yeah. to, to say the least. So I went from 2009 to 2013. Oh, okay, all right. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's all I got for, for HBO. 
All right. What do you, how many do you have for Amazon? I just have I just have one. It's Chef. Okay. All right. Um, All it, right. it was Doctor Who, but they took off Doctor Who. Oh, that sucks. So. <clears throat> All right. So for I'll just run through mine. So my first one uh, again, if you're miss, if you're missing sports, a uh, good football movie that I really like is Necessary Roughness. Okay. Uh, it's got Scott Bakula, Sinbad, Kathy Ireland, Rob Schneider, and Jason Bateman. It's like a young Jason Bateman. Um, it's just a, it's a really good football movie. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, it came out in 1991, so it's 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 a little dated, but I don't think it's I don't think it's looks dated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's I th- I think I don't really know if you needed to say the date it came out. Once you said Sinbad, I knew it was an, <laughs> I knew it was a, an older movie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, my next one is Biodome. Oh my god, dude! Pa- Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Not my favorite Polly Shore movie, but definitely one of my favorites. Oh, that's pa- that's Polly Shore's second best movie. And I, what, what, what do you think his first one is? A goofy movie. No, it's son of law. Um, but I mean, I guess it kind of works now if you, if, you know. Living in a biodome, we kind of want to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes you feel claustrophobic. Maybe that this that movie will too. Yeah, biodome's really good. Uh, my next movie would be the National Lampoons of Ann Wilder. Okay. Uh, again, again, a very raunchy uh, sort of movie. Uh, it's the first place I remember seeing Ryan Reynolds in a movie, uh, besides the TV show he was in. Um, yeah, it's just one of my favorites. Um. My last one is Rat Race. Uh, comedy's got Whoopi Goldberg, John Lovitz, John Cleese, Breckenmeyer, Amy Smart, Seth Green, Cuba Gooding Jr., Rowan Atkinson, who is Mr. Bean, for you guys that don't know. Um, it's just it's, it's a goofy, goofy comedy. That movie is a, great. What is? I said that movie's great. Yeah, it, it, it's. I think it definitely got overlooked. Uh, basically, John Cleese is a casino owner. Who what is basically putting together a rat way rat race with humans? Yeah, that movie is phenomenal. It it yeah, and it and it's I don't know if you've watched it more recently. It definitely stands the test of time. Like it's yeah, I watched it, it. Yeah, it's one of me and my wife's favorite movies. It's yeah, it's just really good. Yeah, it's that's good. Um, that's all the ones I got for Amazon. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, all right. So to uh, Disney Plus. Yep. Last one, Disney Plus. Okay. I only ha- I only have two. Oh. Okay. I had a little more, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go through I'll go through mine since I I, I have the more. Um. Uh. Well, you're probably gonna step on some of mine. Me. I'll I'll give mine two and then you can you can go the rest. Okay. Let's do that. All right, so uh, if you're missing the parks, I think there's two on there that are really great to watch. One is the Imagineering story, uh, how they sort of parks. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. Um, and then my other one is One Day at Disney, which basically follows uh, anybody associated with the Disney company. It follows them around. I wish they were longer. They're only about like three to five minutes long. I wish it was more in depth, but they're still worth watching. Yeah, um, 
I had the Imagineering story on there, obviously. Um, I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest series to come onto Disney Plus. Um, when it comes to like giving us fans a inside look, um, as to the background and the history of uh, Disney and the Imagineer, the Imagineers, and you know just a lot of how the park functions. Um, so that's good. I do agree that I wish the, the one day at Disney was longer. Um, I think they could literally do a full series on one day at Disney. Um, you know, they could, yeah, I, they could do. So I, I, we, so we, so we watch the individual episodes as opposed to, I know there's one that has like the, all of them together. We watch the individual episodes. Um, like I said, I think they can usually be a half hour long, but they only made them about five minutes. So, yeah, you're not getting a lot of depth. But they are worth watching. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I think they could have done, you know, one one episode on, you know, janitors, and then one episode on, you know, take like I'd like to see, you know, really in depth. You know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they're secretive about it. I don't know. Who knows? Um, those were the two you had. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, if you haven't watched it, Onward is great. Um, it's obviously Disney's newest Pixar movie. Um, it, I, I think it's it's really good. Um, so, if you haven't watched it, watch Onward. Um, two old movies that we just watched recently was uh, The Sign of Zorro, uh, old black and white Zorro movie. And then uh, another one called Babes in Toyland. Um, that one's in color. Uh, so you don't have to strain your eyes with the black and white. But these are both older movies. Um, these are movies, I guess, that Brittany had watched when she was younger. Um, I had never seen either one of them. Um, and uh, they're really just kind of fun watch. You know, they're, they're short. You know, uh, they're not like movies today where they're, you know, two and a half hours long. Um, but they're kind of, you know, fun family movies. Um, yeah, that's definitely the when you when you started when you sort of go through a, a lot of the old Disney movies, animation or live action, like they're barely an hour and a half. Yeah, like hour forty is like the longest. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're and they're good, and and it's and it's cool to, and it's 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 kind of cool to see. Um, so I like those. Um, a couple oh a couple others I had on there. Um, there's one uh, it's called Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. Um, and it's basically, uh, Gordon Ramsay's just, uh, traveling the world, um, uh, different countries, different cultures, different foods. Um, and he's learning, you know, um, how to cook these foods and things like that. And it's not like, oh, he's going to Paris, France. Um, no, he's going to like the mountains in Peru. Um, so it's kind of like a little like action, action adventure. Cause you know. There's scenes where he's, you know, climbing mountains and things like that. Um, but that's really cool if you enjoy, you know, Gordon Ramsay, different side of him. Um, another one that I like um, is America's National Parks because uh, on Disney Plus you get a lot of you get all of National Geographic. Um, right. So Gordon Ramsay Uncharted is a National Geographic show, um, and then same with America's National Parks, um, and that's really cool because I feel it kind of gets overlooked that we have so much. Uh, wildlife and so much beauty uh, in our own country. Um, I think we kind of get at least Calif- at least Californians 
um, or people that live in like major cities, we kind of forget the beautiful country that we live in. Um, and that there's, you know, so many national parks and so much wildlife around us. Um, you know, I feel like we're always stuck in the, oh, I want to travel here. I want to, you know, and we're always trying to go overseas where we could go to, you know, Yellowstone or Yosemite or, you know, all these bigger national parks here on our, here in our own country. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and then the last one is a documentary called Free Solo. Um, and it's, I can't remember what the name of the rock is called, but it's a rock, I believe, in Yellowstone. No, I think it's Yosemite. Is it Yosemite? Okay. I get the, I I get so. the two confused. But it's basically a flat-faced rock, um, and this mountain climber uh, climbs it, you know, free solo without any any ropes or anything like that. Um, really nerve-wracking, uh, but really cool. Uh, really fun watch. Um, so, I like that. Um, yeah, I, I would second the, the national parks. We went to Yellowstone a few years ago and it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Yeah. I've it's, it's been on my list of places to go, um, along with, you know, the Grand Canyon. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Um, I don't, I don't think that's a national park, but I feel like it's, you know, it's one of those being on, being on this side of the country. I don't think there's a reason why people shouldn't go see the, the, the Grand Canyon. Um, right. Yeah. So I know that I know what's really cool is I know that um, our friends Neil and Ro uh, and their kids, they basically, you know, they vacation to all these national parks um, and state par- right. and state parks and, and stuff like that. So that's really cool that, you know, they they're exposing their kids to that. Um, and I, th- I right. think that's really cool. So um, um, no, no, no cooking, no cooking shows on Disney Plus for. Oh, dude okay so there is there is one <laughs> but i i didn't i couldn't stand it i couldn't watch it um is it is it the the br chef yeah it's not good it, it's it's too like it's too scripted for me um okay and i and and this is gonna this is gonna sound bad but like oh maybe it's not gonna sound bad i i, I can't do too much of the kids okay. um yeah, I can't remember who hosts it. I can't remember. It's someone that I liked host it too. I've never seen it. I just, I was just, I just, I know it's on there. So I was surprised you didn't. Uh... Hold on, let me, let me, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this. Up. I think I only watched one episode. I told Brittany, I was like, I don't want to watch that again. Um... Is, is there one called like Chef Tables or something on there? Uh, that's on, no? that's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's good. Oh. Look what's on 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 Disney Plus. Oh, okay. One that I will say on Disney Plus, if you haven't watched it, um, is the Clone Wars. Um, it's the animated Clone Wars series, uh, that's on Netflix. Um, it's Star Wars. Um, it basically, it's from Episode Two, uh, the Clone Wars, uh, to Episode Three, um. Shit, what's episode three called? Uh, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Okay, so episode two, Attack of the Clones, to episode three, Revenge of the Sith. The Clone Wars. Is that right? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, this seems about right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. 
Um, the the Clone Wars animated series is basically in between those two movies, um, and it's really really good. Um, oh, so BR Chef. Oh, Angela Kinsing is the the host on BR Chef. Oh, okay. And she's way too happy to be Angela. <laughs> And I, I know she. I know she's a. She, I know she's a happy person in real life, but I'm used to. Right. I'm just used to stuck up bitchy Angela. Um, right. So yeah, she, yeah, she's she's the host, um, and she's oh, okay. and she's way too happy. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, check it out. Watch the first first episode. It's cool. I mean, if you have kids, um, I mean, you you might enjoy it. You know, if you want to get the kids involved in. You know, cooking with you, you know, if that's another thing, especially like during quarantine, you know, to kind of help them out or help you out, really, you know, kind of something fun for you guys to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Check it out. But um, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. Right. So, um, yeah, I think those are pretty good. So if you have any recommendations for us, um, please share them. Uh, we will, I think, by our by our list, um, we'll watch almost anything. Yeah. So, um, if you have something that we didn't that didn't make it on our list, um, please share it with us. Uh, I mean, you can text either one of us, message us on Instagram, um, comment to us on Instagram, either one of those things. Um, but yeah, let us know, and then um, we'll let you know. We'll let you know how we liked it. So. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I know. I know some people's quarantines are coming to an end, and some people's aren't. So, um, hopefully, these uh, these options and these choices will give you something to watch or give you a a change of pace of what to watch. Um, if you watch any of these and you like them or you don't like them, let us know too. Uh, let us know how wrong we are. You know, <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it for the week. Cool. Um, so once again, you can find us on Instagram at Revolutionary Friendship. Um, you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, we did upload our first YouTube video last week, so go ahead and check that out. Um, we are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I think that is it. Yeah. So. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. See you later. Bye.